Good morning, Pier Runners. It is Saturday morning, and we're just beginning a beautiful weekend here. Today, we're talking about Norwegian Viva's godparents, some double good news for Royal Caribbean, and the cleanest cruise lines. Yeah, those ones that are squeaky clean. But first, let's dig into this coffee. Today, we're drinking C-O-R coffee or core coffee. I'm not sure which it is. This is from their Eco Cups line, and it is dark. Ooh, that is good. That is really good coffee. I just realized I'm peeking some here. Man, I love that music, man. And you know what's funny is it continues to play a little bit after I switch scenes, but you guys stop hearing it, but I keep hearing it. And so I'm always like, Dana, Dana. <laughs> oh, man. This is the last day for that one, guys. That music is no more as of today. So you might hear it as background music at some point. But yeah, we'll see. We're going to be finding some new music. That's going to be part of my Saturday fun. You know, I like to have fun on my weekends. And I want to say a special thank you to Have Luggage Will Travel uh, look at that. They sent me some birthday cakes. It was my birthday recently, and they're so nice. I actually won this in a raffle. We were raising money to help first-time cruisers that they can't afford to go on a cruise, and it was a pretty, pretty cool deal. I love causes like that. You know, I do love a good cause. So... Today we're diving into a major splash that Norwegian Cruise Line is about to make with its second Prima class vessel, the Norwegian Viva. Are you guys ready to sell? Let's get started. Here's the thing. The Norwegian Viva isn't just any ship. It's a groundbreaking addition to the Norwegian fleet. Now, what's the cherry on top of this new Sunday? It's the ship's godfather, none other than Grammy-winning artist Louise Fonzi. Yes, you heard that right, folks. The Despacito master himself is the godfather of the ship. With his music hitting the Billboard Latin charts for a record-breaking 56 weeks straight. We're sure to have some great rhythms flowing on this ship. And I mean, it isn't just like, you know, just that it's him, but it's also that he's a Puerto Rico native. And this is a perfect fit for the Norwegian Viva, which will be home porting out of that Caribbean island later this year. It's a match made in cruising heaven. Now, the naming ceremony isn't going to be your regular christening. It's going to be happening in Port of Miami, one of the world's busiest cruise ports. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a sight to behold. Mark November 28, 2023 on your calendars. But hold on to your ship horns, everybody. That's not all. The event is also set to feature performances by Paulina Rubio, Pedro Capo, and Marcelo Hernandez. So expect a fiesta like no other. Even before the naming ceremony, the Norwegian Viva will be making waves literally and figuratively. Starting August 19th, she'll be sailing from Portugal on a seven-night Mediterranean itinerary. 
and she'll grace the seas with her series of inaugural cruises before an 11-night transatlantic voyage from Portugal to Miami in November. Once she's done making a splash in Miami, the Norwegian Viva will set sail for the sun-soaked beaches of San Juan, Puerto Rico. Starting December 15th, 2023, she will run various seven-day itineraries through April 24th, 2024. So for all of you cruising vets out there, and if you've cruised Norwegian before, let me know about your experience down in the comments below. That's something that I'm actually really, I'm really considering, you know, looking into this. And so maybe... Maybe we get some stuff going on here. I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about this. So Royal Caribbean's Icon of the Seas has successfully completed its first sea trials. It has returned to the shipyard where it's being finalized and constructed. And so it sounds like everything went well. There were no, nothing reported that bad happened anyways. These are interesting. And you know... These are things you don't really think about, I guess, that much whenever they're constructing new cruise ships. And so it should be obvious that, you know, they're going to take it out for some test runs and make sure everything's working. But, you know, just what a wild time that would be to have to, like, probably have a full crew on there of, you know, mechanics and everybody that's that's checking everything. And so I, I just imagine for whatever reason in my head, I imagine people running all over this ship, turning all the faucets on and making sure the, the toilets flush. And I don't know. I don't know why that goes into my head, but it just does. <laughs> I mean, they could do that in the port, but then <laughs> now the ship's moving. So I know that they're really more concerned about the navigational controls, but like this other stuff just pops in my head, you know, and this is going to be a funny, you know, re reoccurring occurrence in this, in the series is I've, I've held multiple weird jobs and I actually used to work for a, I'm not going to say the company's name, but they worked on aircraft. And so they did, you know, they, they did what's called touch and goes with the aircraft that were being repaired. And, and what touch and goes is, is basically they take the aircraft out, they fly it and they come back, they test things out. They do a little stress test and then they come back and they go to land and they land and then they come back off and they don't actually, you know, land, but they're, they're trying, they, you know, they, they get a few landings in to make sure, you know, nothing's going to fall apart here. And, you know, I liked that job. I'm never going to say I love that job. I liked that job. But the people I worked with, I wasn't always that confident in. And so they would always invite me. They'd be like, Trevor, you've got to go. It's a lot of fun. You know, you've never been in an airplane that's doing this kind of stuff that's like this big. And I was like, mm, no, I know you guys. <laughs> you guys worked on it. <laughs> Oh, it's really funny. But yeah, no. On a cruise ship, though, man, I mean, Royal, call me. I'll be out there flushing all the toilets, man. I, I will. I'll have a great time doing it. And then as long as y'all set me up with, you know, like a, a lounger and stuff, I'll I'll be good for the rest of the day. So you guys finish up your test. I'll be out there testing out the uh, the lounge chairs. There you go. 
Now, the pointsguy.com came up with this really good article that's about Royal Caribbean. This is actually the second piece of royal news that I wanted to talk about today. And I'm going to post the article down below to give, do it justice, but... There's a lot of interesting things. You know, there's the icon of the season, the utopia of the seas that's going to be coming out next year. And Royal Caribbean's really kind of like positioning themselves in a way where, you know, the icon is going to be about family outings and, you know, you know, wonderful vacations. And the utopia is going to be all about that short, you know, weekend experience. The Utopia of the Sea is going to have, like, all these itineraries that go to Coco Cay. So, like, you know, they're pairing it up. So it's, you know, a wonderful day in Coco Cay, which is O-O-K with me because I want to be on that ship and I want to go to Coco Cay. So there you go. You know, as a carnival guy, I just – I've never been on a royal ship and I want to have that experience. And so I've already, you know, committed to a royal cruise. I haven't booked it yet, but I'm, I'm committed Okay, I'm making that step in the right direction. On January 26, 2025, it's going to be the Harmony of the Seas out of Galveston, Texas. I'm quite excited. Uh, I'm going to be going. It's a group cruise that's being put together by the Huddle Adventures. You can either contact them or the person responsible for, you know, booking the all the itineraries for this cruise is Amanda Barmore over at Have Luggage Will Travel. She can get you set up and all that stuff if, you know, you're interested in going on a group cruise as well with some really, really cool people. <gasps> Look, it's Flinty. Oh, oh, Flinty. She's looking, she's going in a toy bucket. She's looking for toys. I need a cat cam. I need a camera. I've got one. I need a cat cam. I'm going to set up. And it's going to, like, catch the cats as they come in here. So the main bit of the article is that, you know, Royal is really positioning themselves as the, the go-to for some of these types of vacations. And so, you know, Carnival has their own as well. But they are, Royal's really getting in this position where they are, they're building this one destination. This is the the Coco Cay is the the place to go, and some of their commercials and everything has. I mean, that sold me, man. That that place looks fantastic, and yeah, I I love Half Moon K, but <laughs> Coco Cay looks fun, man. <laughs> Now we're jumping over to cruisefever.net and yeah, they've put out a list of the top, you know, cleanest cruises and I thought we should go over some of this. We'll we'll kind of hit the highlights and I the one thing I will say is everybody got an A, okay? So, you know, if you're if you're if you're looking at old, you know, school scores, everyone's a 90 and up, guys. So, y'all did great. Did great. I don't know what their score system is like, but that's we're giving them an A. So this is scores out of a hundred, I guess, because that's what they go up to. First of all, MSC Cruises got a score of a ninety-three point three for and put them in fourteenth place. It was noted that the MSC Seascape scored a perfect 100, while the MSC Seaside failed its most recent inspection. It got a 67. 
Carnival Cruise Line got a 95.8 and took they took 13th place. Carnival Cruise Line has four cruise ship score perfects that got 100s during their most recent inspection, and that was the Carnival Celebration, the Carnival Panorama, the Carnival Valor, and the Carnival Sunshine. I'm happy to hear about the Valor, because I'll be on the Valor soon. After that, we have Norwegian Cruise Line, which took ninth place and got a score of 96.2. NCL had two ships that scored perfect 100s, and that was the Norwegian Joy and the Norwegian Pearl. After that, Virgin Voyages got 96.5 and took 7th place. Virgin, the adults-only cruise that sells from Miami, only had two ships inspected with an average score of 96.5. Princess Cruises was a 96.6. They took 6th place, and the Ruby Princess scored a perfect 100. Royal Caribbean took fifth place at 96.7, and the Royal Caribbean's the world's largest cruise line, had four ships score a perfect 100, including three Oasis-class vessels. Celebrity Cruises, scooting in there with a 98.1, took in third place with a Celebrity Edge, the Celebrity Millennium, <laughs> the Celebrity Millennium, the Celebrity Summit. They all scored 100s. That's wonderful. Viking Cruises took a 99.3, and they took second place, and that was the Viking Star, the Viking Sea, and the Viking Sky took all perfect scores, and believe it or not, I believe it because the standards they set, Disney Cruises took a 99.8 for first place. Four out of the five Disney cruise ships received a perfect 100, and the only ship that didn't take a 100 took a 99, which bumped them down a little bit. That was the Disney dream that missed a point, and in its past four inspections, it's taken a 100, so there you go. Huh, weird. They don't have Margaritaville on here. Anyways... And that's all the news I have for you guys today. Remember, folks, life is like a voyage. You never know where the waves may take you. So stay alert, stay caffeinated, and above all else, stay cruising. All right, guys, my name's Trevor Shelby, and I'm signing off here. Smooth sailing, peer runners. <laughs>